If you can see it, you can be it. If you knew better, you'd do better. You are a product of the process. Yes, we are, girl. Yeah, and that process is called life. Yeah, (laughs) and it's called learning. Right. Learning is a big part of life and growth and everything. It is, and and who's teaching us, you know? Because I feel like that's a big part of learning. It's like, yeah, you learn on your own. There's a lot of things that I learned on my own, but there was a lot of people that paved the way for me when I think back to, I don't know, everything. My childhood, school, I don't know about you, but I have that one teacher who, um, she was my cheerleading coach and I just love her. And it's so funny. Like she'll probably never realize how much she impacted me, mm-hmm. but it's just that one person that believed in you. No, Shoot. absolutely. You're making it savvy like, here, but it's so true. Yeah. I mean, and, and I can name a few people like that in my life too. You know, we call them mentors. We call them the big sister. We call them the, you know, the mom figures, the, the teachers, Um, But really, what I find interesting and what we can talk about today is the unexpected lessons that we find in the most unexpected places, you know, like not school. Right. (laughs) So this is what this episode is about. Right. (laughs) It's about what school should have taught us, because I know it taught me a lot of things like uh, geometry that I never use and all the other stuff that honestly, I just... It's so boring. No wonder yeah. kids get so distracted with school. I swear, it's just... I think the school system is supposed to teach you discipline, if anything, because, you know, you have to wake up early. You have to come to school every day. You have a certain amount of days that or times you can be absent. Um, you have, like, rules to follow and a schedule. And, um, you know, there is a way of... Um, Kind of like classism. You have the teacher. You have the principal. You have yeah, it's the like organization. Dean. Organization, exactly. So let's so. talk about the things that school should have taught us. Because I guess this right, because that's about it. That's yeah. all I learned was <laughs> discipline. Um, so I feel like a great place to start is what we were saying jokingly earlier, like being kind. <laughs> Simple as that. Like. The simple things like that, I feel like, were overlooked when we were in school. Like, I mean, I personally wasn't bullied, but I, I do know a lot of people who have gone through that and go through it Can till I this day. Can I tell you that I did? You got bullied? Yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah, I did. It, was, um, it wasn't anything really crazy, but in school, and, and I guess that's where a lot of people um, get their acting out. Like, yeah. the kids start acting out when other kids behave this way yeah. towards them. But yeah, for sure. I uh, I remember there was this one girl that just like kept picking on me, and I was just like, oh god! It's just like seeing her down the hall, and I'm like, oh gosh! Like turning the you other, want to way. Go the other way. I know. I'll take the long way. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna go this way. I don't want to like have any trouble or confrontation. But yeah, I mean, kindness is is a big thing, and I'll add on to that, which is more important is mm-hmm. um, school should have taught us how to love ourselves i know that sounds really insane but i think that you know school a school a teacher a principal all these figures they have such a huge massive responsibility to kids and to little babies that are still developing how they feel and it just kills me that they don't talk about that and they don't talk about feelings like period yeah fine if we can't get into the subject of like how are you going to teach a kid self-love which by the way i'll give you a lot 
lot of tips. So teachers, <laughs> please like hit me up because mm-hmm. let's do a workshop. Let's do a workshop. Like yeah, one of them is being kind. One of them is being uh you know having this awareness and and knowing what's around you and not treating people bad and being respectful and saying yeah. sorry and saying please. and looking at people like like you're equal. You know, and how about looking at people in the eyes? Yeah. Oh my god. You know, god. this is such so a huge people thing. People don't. People cannot look at another person in the eye because it's uncomfortable like yeah. who the hell taught you to look at people in the eyes nobody because- yeah or shake someone's hand right i never honestly like that's actually one of myself um like i'm a little bit self-conscious about it because i go to a lot of meetings and i always would heard that like uh, the, the way you shake a hand is um very telling about who you are right but i never knew like how that felt like how does a good handshake actually Girl, feel come here, come here let me sh- this is a good handshake but you know until <laughs> yeah. like a lot a little while ago yeah. and i just feel like it was really a very trial and error thing but like i'm like is this too light is yeah. this too stiff and depending on who you're talking to will they feel a certain way you know and and that's just one thing that they really should have taught me in school like that's definitely one thing too and if we really want to get te- technical like we can even get down to like how to introduce yourself like what's your elevator yeah. pitch like how who are you you know what i mean like there's there wasn't enough like self-development i feel like in school and yeah. um i like that i like that you bring the business side because i'm gonna really bring the more spiritual side and yeah. the more spiritual sense to this conversation where yeah okay this is great like have your elevator pitch know how to pitch yourself in a room when you're trying to get uh, a business deal closed or a potential job but who are you? Right. Like, no, literally. Like, who No, like, are really, you? who are like, you? Yeah. You're in first grade. Who are you? How do you discover that? What does that mean? How do you feel? Is it okay to be who you are? Yeah. Are you having thoughts of whatever? Like, this is the space where we start creating peace and harmony and joy and yeah. really the making kids comfortable. And yeah. when kids feel like they cannot be themselves, well, guess what? They're going to grow up really messed up and they're gonna not be themselves and i'm actually gonna do a master class about stress and anxiety tomorrow and this is it brings me back to this point of why do we feel stress and anxiety well because some of us are not living in our truth what does that mean you don't know if you don't live in your truth or maybe you know we're never taught to deal like right you know like literally there's adults that still have childhood traumas feelings and things that they really don't even know still lives within them oh i believe we all do yeah i believe one of our purposes in life is to have purpose to have meaning to give back and also to heal the inner child in us Mm -hmm. we all have it and when we go back into what's not wrong with us but what are some of the discomforts that come up for us they all lead into the past they all lead into your childhood oh this person did this to me they made me feel this they made me feel that and you hold on to it forever imagine a school system Mm -hmm. imagine a place where they would address this where they would tell a seven-year-old hey you're feeling this way here i can help you you're worthy you're loved you're you have abundance like that's so beautiful instead of punishing a kid you know how many times i went to detention oh girl you don't gotta tell (laughs) me you don't gotta tell me it's so funny because needless to say uh every time someone asks me like how did you become where you are right now who are you like how did you become so confident and all that stuff because you know i basically make a living to be social that's that's literally my job like people pay to have my energy in the room yeah i really honor and whenever someone asks me that question i really 
answer them like I feel like I've always been this way lucky for me I had a great childhood um especially in school I was definitely exactly like I am now friends with everybody a hustler like just I just was always that type of person I will say like I definitely as I as I got to high school I wish I had a little bit more guidance or people to speak to um because you know I have a the type of family where you know if it's if if we don't like it, it's actually not going on. So don't worry about talking about it, you know? Right. Well, and because this, this is your Muslim background. Yeah. yeah. We, Middle Eastern, Muslim, all of that. And so in school, when I was going through something or, again, like high school is a big part of when you're finding yourself. I found myself doing like crazy like things like cutting school, um, hanging out with like way older people, like just mm-hmm. doing just stuff. Just to, in Hollow, efforts, was on, Hollow was on the block. I was out here. Yeah, I was, was out You was out here. there. Okay. You were hitting the block. Yeah, <laughs> but it's crazy because I was always smart enough to still tune into my foundation. Like, yeah. And luckily, like I said, that's because I was lucky to have a great childhood. Yeah. Like elementary school, um, middle school, like even at home and all of that, that discipline that I had at, in the house. Like, I definitely had the household <laughs> where it's like, if I had too much fun today, I'm definitely going to have to stay home tomorrow. Yeah. Like, you know, so that always carried on. So I never strayed too far away. Yeah. But I definitely went through times where of I just course, wish. we all did. That's like a part you know? of growing up. And like, when you say that when you're a child, they send you to like a guidance counselor. Right. The guidance counselor is helping me pick my classes. She's yeah. not helping me with life <laughs> with problems. Life. Like, yeah. you know, so... So yeah, there was that. So I think this topic was very important and I'm very excited to talk about it. Speaking of me being a hustler in high school, I think that's something that people did not teach you too. How to sell. How to sell yourself. How to make a sale. How to pitch. That was not taught. How about... There's another way besides going to school and checking and, off the box of accountant. Yeah. Or, man, you know what? I will never forget. I remember finishing high school and applying to college and opening up the application to potentially pick what my major was. And there was only like 10 options. Like, right. I, I kid you not. Like, right. there was like uh, accounting, teacher, social worker, uh, fitness, and like five other things. And I'm mm-hmm. like, Okay, I'll do communications. I want to be around people. And it's so yeah, crazy. Yeah, I was like, which one? Where can I have fun? Yeah. And communications. Yeah. I was like, sounds like yeah, that's for me. That's me. That's what I want to do. I'm like, please don't put me behind the desk. That's horrible. They're like, well, what kind of science do you want? I'm like, oh, is astronomy like horoscopes? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll do that. Yeah. Are we going to be talking about retrograde? Yeah, no, for sure. But to answer this question, it's like, I wish that we just had more options and I wish that there was a teacher that said to me, hey, Melissa, do you have an idea? Right. Do you want to make that a business? Mm-hmm. Do you know that there's an option? Maybe get an LLC. Maybe do this. Maybe get a website. Like, okay, how about a school teacher knows how to do a website? Girl, you know what I mean? Yes, like, this should absolutely. be a prerequisite at this point. Absolutely. And honestly, I pride myself in who I am today and as an adult, I, I feel like it's partly my responsibility as someone who's taken this path to teach others to do that that's why i do so much stuff with students i'm actually doing uh, i we um partnered with a school in brooklyn and we created a digital agency but really it's just a class in the school and they get to get credit for it and um it literally teaches them how to do all of this 
like how to build your online business and carry it out and market it and all that stuff and like i'm just like wow the fact that they're letting this be in a school and mind you it's one of those high schools where you go you know after you suck that regular high school what is that called yeah um, <laughs> like a alternative yeah exactly an alternative yeah. school so i'm like wow the fact that they're really letting them like learn this and and bringing this into uh reality for them because like i said in the beginning if you could see it you could be it like i'm honored i'm honored yeah. that i could be a part of this new system and new order because i wish somebody taught me that i would be way further than i was now yeah like, i remember and again <laughs> i was way ahead of my time but when i was like 10 years old i was turning 10 years old i remember this so vividly because i laugh at my i bring this up to my parents all the time um i literally asked i was like can i trademark my name didn't know what that meant i just thought that was like something you should do like i always wanted to be a disney kid i always wanted to this this that and my parents like laughed they were just like mm, you don't need that why do you yeah, need that why like, are you thinking about that's trademark? too expensive let's go shopping like yeah. they just kind of like brushed it off and now when they see what i'm doing now they're just like oh you always like, had it you really you. yeah you really knew thought you like you really knew like and yeah i feel like that's another thing build the confidence in the kids like build the yeah. confidence because they know more than you think they know yeah yeah and let's talk about stress because that's so important how about yeah. we teach something to our kids mm -hmm. and to our future leaders and business owners and moms and dads and brothers and sisters the one thing that's going to help them throughout their entire life how to deal with stress right what is stress how do you deal with it you know more and more now we see schools implementing yoga meditation and that's great but you know what these are like little hobbies these, right these are like oh it's a career day or like a health day let's bring a yoga teacher but like how about you made this a very mindful practice where you taught human beings that are living and breathing and very much experience all these emotions and they experience grief and they experience loss how do you treat a kid that lost a parent right. and he's seven how do you show kids that stress is inevitable it's not something that you can escape from like, right. that's what i thought i'm like oh i won't be stressed I'll, i'll just be happy the rest of my life until i got older and i realized like oh it just doesn't work like that right you're gonna feel stressed like naturally this, yeah this is a natural part of the human evolution but how do you deal with it stress and anxiety are two different things anxiety is when you have completely spun out of control yeah. when you were stressed you absolutely and i think that's one big thing that again they should have taught in school how to face failure you know, not even failure in school, but failure in everything. Anything you recognize as a failure. The person that was overweight, um, the person that broke their leg and couldn't play football anymore. The person that um, failed a class but happened to be great at other things. The person that um, didn't win first place at the science fair. Like, how do you face failure, you know? And I think that's a big part of success. Oh, absolutely. And not only in the physical sense of, you know, I didn't pass this or I failed that, but, just but also, yeah, in the spiritual sense of like relationships, like, yeah. you know what you may, you know, you may have a relationship and you may suck at it and, mm -hmm. it, and it may be a failure. You may have a marriage and it may fail. Mm -hmm. You may have a career and it may fail. Like yeah. you may fail at a lot of things, but that doesn't mean that 
success isn't coming right when one door closes another one opens and this is so true and it's so cliche but teaching and letting people know that this is a possibility that just because you didn't make x y and z doesn't mean that your life is over like mm-hmm. there is a spiritual higher place for you and this is so important that we all know this because Take, for example, me. Like, I did communications and I worked as a TV producer for a really long time. I kind of thought I had, you know, a certain path paved. And when I got to the end and it was time for me to make another decision, I could have been like, failed. Yeah. Oh, my life is over. It's done. And even though at points, like, I kind of felt like that, I realized that, wow. See, there's purpose and then there's you serving your higher self. And sometimes you can have a job and you can have a career, but the reason why it's failing or it failed is for that thing to be put so you can be put on your purpose. Yeah. So See you that? can be put on the path. And when you explain it to somebody like that, they'll get it. Like, yeah. oh shit, I didn't get X, Y, and Z, but it was it was because my higher self knew that that wasn't aligned with yep. my purpose. Yeah. And what is alignment? It's not the alignment in your body. See, this, this all, everything you just said sounds like a college course to me. Yes. Okay, I would have took that course. Yes, and what is alignment? That yeah. Alignment is the purpose of the soul. It is mm-hmm. connecting with your higher self and knowing what is your soul's mission. We yeah. all have gifts, beautiful gifts. Yeah, so in the same yeah. breath that you tell people, follow your dreams, is the same breath that you should teach people how to fail. Yeah. Proudly and happily and just, you know, Trust the process. Yeah. And also follow your soul. Yeah. Because you can follow your career and whether you put those ideas in yourself or you're picking up those ideas from your parents because they're doctors and now you have to be a doctor Mm -hmm. or whatever the case is. Follow your soul because your soul knows more. It has more wisdom. It has more intelligence. And what my parents necessarily want for me or even what I want for myself may not be in alignment Mm -hmm. with my soul it may be different i my soul may want to be a painter and and uh, a yogi and you know everybody else is telling me to be a doctor doctor. Mm -hmm. so it's like that's gonna cause you stress that's gonna cause you anxiety that's gonna cause you feelings of resentment like you have to follow the natural path of your higher self your higher calling but with that being said i do stand firm in that you should have goals and with that Though time is a construct that humans have made up, yes. managing time is something they should have taught in school. Oh my God, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I have so many thoughts about time because in one aspect, there's a huge part of me that's like, time is this elusive thing that we can just, you know, we've obviously created and that we constantly need to be coming back to the present moment really the only moment that matters because every time we dip into the future and back into the past we're just not experiencing life and when you think about it like that it's so sick like think about every time you wash your dishes and everybody listening like i really want you to think about this every time you're washing your dishes and you're thinking about something else you're not enjoying the present moment and that's also about time it's about trying to figure out how much time do i have how am i going to carve out this time how am i going to use this time yes time management and then on the flip side it's like well we all have 24 hours and we have to get things done so it's an interesting concept because um 
Yeah, I, I'm curious to hear what you what you. Yeah, have. well, it's funny because um, one of my mantras that I tell myself all the time because I'm always in a rush. I have no patience for pretty much anything. Um, just because I'm, I always say this as creatives, as dream t- tracers, it always feels like an outer body experience because we just live in the big picture and we're like, how do we get home? You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, so one of my mantras are, is life is long. And I think that kind of like broke the whole concept of time for me because yeah. it was just like, why? when you say that, it just feels a lot better than life is short. Hurry up. Go ahead. You don't have time. You're about to be 30. You're about to be, you know, um, I feel like when you say life is long, which it is, you have time for everything that you've always desired and everything that is just stored up in that vortex of yours. Well, this is the mantra that I say for that. You have time, you are abundance, and you have enough. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And people have this concept of time. Let's go back to the laws of attraction. Because <laughs> if you understand the laws of attraction and you understand that everything that you are thinking, you are attracting to you. So every time you think, I don't have enough time, I'm running late, I need to do all these things, and there just isn't enough 24 hours. Not everybody, I, I'm so tired of hearing, you know, we don't all have the same 24 hours. Beyonce has this. And you know what? We all have 24 hours. We get to use it the way we want but also the way we think about time plays a huge part in how we receive it because when we say we are abundance we have time time is on our hands then we just have it yeah and we uh, keep attracting it and when you live in this space you'll start realizing that you won't be late yeah you will have enough time to get all the stuff that you're done it the time lacking really comes from a place of having that mindset. Yeah. There's never enough. Yeah. And there Wanting. is. Yeah. Yes, there is. Mm-hmm. You are enough. There is enough time. You have enough money. You have enough intelligence. You have enough gifts. Your partner is waiting for you. He's just in the making or she. We all have time. We need to come from a space and a mindset that we have enough, that the cup is overflowing, that we have more than enough to even pass around sometimes when i don't even when you know even when it comes to money we we love to have these conversations about money mm-hmm. you know and money's low i'm always like mm-hmm. i have enough i have enough i have enough to the point of i am lending people money yeah this is how much money that i have because and when you come from a space like that you start attracting it yeah and absolutely then, and then people then somebody one of my family members does ask me for money and you're like and I gave you it, lucky yeah you lucky i'm in this frame yeah. of mind right now yeah. you lucky this abundance brought me these bundles <laughs> And I can loan you some. But yes, just being in that mindset, you have enough. Yes, absolutely. Um, Speaking of money, that's one thing they didn't teach us in school too. How to invest your money. And what is investment? What does that mean? You know, I was just watching, shout out to Bella Rose if you um, follow her on social media. She lives here in Irby. I love her. Michelle, thank you for coming to my yoga class. She's such a doll. But she's been posting these videos lately on Insta Story, and I've been like following this guy that says you need to have all these different funnels and about <laughs> money and about potentially how to be an investor and how to grow a business and income. And it said the word way 
to have money is the first category, which is wages. So if you're getting oh, a paycheck, yeah. this is the worst kind of money to have. Yeah. Why? Because A, it's dependent on... It's a trap. On, it's a trap. It's, yeah. not, it's not like... It's, like, this is play money. When you talk about people who are investing money, again, who have funnels, meaning yeah. they have different avenues of money coming to them. I, I truly feel you should have at least five streams of income. Yes. This yeah. is this is what he talks about. He yeah. talks about seven. Mm-hmm. He talks about seven you should have fair. seven funnels of money coming to you. So mm-hmm. picture yourself in the middle and mm-hmm. seven snakes of money coming yeah. to you and if one of them is never wages, worried right and if exactly because yeah. when you're sleeping you're like oh i woke up and i'm like i have some money and maybe right. i can walk away from this one for a little bit right. because when you come from this space and you only think about oh money is getting a paycheck you're fucked yeah you and really are because what happens when the government shuts down what like happens, it did what happens when the taxes in your state go up absolutely what happens when you get married and now you have to claim you know less or more what like, which by the way all these things did happen within the last year right so. and your money gets messed up right but if you have other funds of money if you are an entrepreneur that's creating an ebook or a course and you want to charge two thousand dollars for it that's on you you build your own value you build your own value and i think on a spiritual level um i just feel like it's not even about like really needing the money but to me like a wage always feels like i always ask myself before i take a job like how much is your freedom worth how much is your time really worth you know girl we are preaching to the choir and i have man i am so proud of myself it has been a full year and change that i have walked away from a career from a desk job from a hustling bustling crazy ass tv producer life where you know i was i was struggling for my own self-worth and i i did have those conversations with myself like what what is my time worth here and is this worth it and i've been so blessed to say no to money and say yes to me and my time and my worth and my value and getting on my mat and Mm -hmm. meditating and taking a long walk and walking my (laughs) own damn dog and not having to pay somebody it's priceless yeah it is you know what i mean honestly this is like everything you just said really just comes down to like the principles of success and what they mean to you and that's why i don't care who you are if you're close to me if you're friends with me i will always cheer you on when you tell me you quit your job or you got fired like i'm that yeah you're like good i'm like yes Great. Now, what are you gonna do? Yeah, for real. Like, yeah. and and you know, <laughs> now what? you can stop wasting your time. Like, yeah, and you know, what? it's so important because you know, I don't want to uh, deter anybody who has a career that they're in love with. Great. Listen, yeah. if you are in a career that you love, if you work as a EMT or a cop or whatever it is that you do, and you love it. More power to you, but there's a statistic that says more than 75% of people are unhappy in their job. That is just way too much. So yes, if you get fired, like I have, (laughs) if you uh, get, you know, let go, or if you just are tired of your job and you want to start a new career, stand in your own truth because you are now opening the door to to you. That's where your career actually begins. That's where, not even your career, this is where your life's purpose is. is. It resides in those very tough situations where you have to open the door, you have to journey in and you have to ask yourself who am i Mm -hmm. what am i doing 
what do I like? Mm -hmm. And let me move forward in this space. That's mm -hmm. so important. If you would have asked those four questions to somebody in school way back when, they would have started thinking about it and they yeah. would have started coming up with a plan. Yeah. People don't ask themselves these questions until the end. I hear a lot of people when they get a divorce or they uh, break up with somebody or they have to try to um, start a new career. The first thing I always hear, because I deal with these people as clients in yoga and meditation, mm -hmm. What do I do now, Melissa? Yeah. This is the only thing I knew. He was the only thing I knew. This was the only no, thing I was it's good not. at. It's not. It's not. Well, stop telling yourself that exactly. truth. Yeah. Stop, like, for real. 2019, let's stop limiting our beliefs. Yeah. We are multifaceted human beings yes. with lots of interests. I love business. I love yoga. I love meditation. I love a bunch of stuff. I'm yeah. vegan. March 13th. March 13th? No. March 21st, I'm going to quit coffee because okay. I love it so much. Okay. I'm putting that out in the world, but I just love a lot of different things and that's okay. Mm -hmm. And it's not only me, it's you. You love yeah. yoga. You love the gym. You have so many different interests. Yeah. It's such a shame that we pigeonhole our beautiful little kids to pick one thing. Yeah. Why? And then like yeah. while you're pigeon toying and like kind of like kind of like molding them into who you guys want them to be. And I'm really speaking to like role people who consider themselves role models, teachers and you know, just the figures that people look up to like while you're doing all this molding don't forget to tell them like follow your instinct walk in faith because that confidence it you can't take that away from somebody you really really can't and once somebody really is aware of the power of their mind none of that wages don't matter uh what like all these things that you want don't matter the people that like or don't like you don't matter <laughs> nothing matters everything Everything really feels like it's under your control. And, you know, we would be crazy to think life is controlled by us. But I do truly believe you can control the things around yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. You know? It's all energy. We're yeah. all energetic beings. And we, whether we want to believe it or not, or we have a strong faith, which is great. You know, yeah. I come from a family that has faith. And, you know, some of them are Christian, yeah. Catholic. That's fine. But please do believe that we are all energetic beings. And we attract the exact thing that we we're thinking about every mm -hmm. single time why do you think people who have money keep getting more money because they keep attracting yeah. it that's all they think about why do you think i'm sorry but people who don't have enough they keep not having enough right because they have this mindset i don't have enough my mom was poor my dad was poor i'm poor i'm right. no sis right like you gotta stop like yeah. let's stop with the pity party you have to change your mindset this is why tons of people on social media are doing these mindset you know it's master true. classes because it starts with that you change your mind you change your damn entire world yeah like it really it a place happens. where you looked in front of you and saw a wall if you looked up it could be a castle yes. you know yeah and and that's and, so and this true is in every aspect of your life yes and this is so teachable if yeah. you teach people if schools okay one thing schools didn't teach you if they taught you how to journey in and how to discover who you are and your own power and your own gifts and what does Hala Marak want what does Melissa Ruiz <laughs> want and what do I need and what makes me happy yeah they'll figure it out yeah and I always say you want to empower people you want to make a difference teach them yeah don't 
Don't show them. See? Teach them. Teach them something that they can teach somebody else. This yeah. is how you empower somebody. It's not by, oh, this guy's a homeless guy in the street. Let me give him a dollar. What does that do? You're not solving anything. You want to make an impact. Show people how to do something that they can carry yep. with them forever. That's how you make change. That's how you help yourself and other people. Yeah. Okay? See, every- Vote for Melissa, 2019. I was just going to say, everything you just said should have been the prerequisites in college. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, and it's so important because you know what? Now, as a yoga teacher and, um, you know, helping my students achieve their best self and dealing with a bunch of um, all walks of life and all issues, this is, this is the main one. Yeah. This is the main one. They're stressed about, you know, changing careers or being in a career that they don't like or they're trying to fix a relationship that's broken or they're trying to get in a relationship because they haven't been in one in years. Like this stress, anxiety, mindset, your jobs, not knowing who they are, it matters. Yeah. And if the sooner we know who the hell we are, the better off we can serve ourselves and the beautiful people who love us. Yeah. And needless to say, like, this, this is why you do what you do as a yoga teacher. The reason we do this podcast, the reason why I do the things in the school with women, with other entrepreneurs and creatives, we really want to make an imp- I mean, that was actually my word of the year, impact, yeah. connection. And I think we that gets lost in the sauce these days. We have so many tools to do so. Yeah. And we are just, I feel like we're in transition, like, our society's in a transition from being like super mindless, being okay with waking up every day to be mindless from nine to five um, for somebody else's goals and dreams to actually impacting the people around you and creating uh, a new table to sit at and and create a new mindset to, to think with. And uh, with that being said, create a new world around you. Yeah, and if you, you know... Um if you guys have any information on the chakras and how they work inside our body, we have seven chakras. They start from the bottom, the base of the spine, the root chakra. And all these different chakras are associated with different elements and parts of the body. But we are now moving from this very animalistic chakra here in the power zone of the belly mm-hmm. into the heart chakra, which makes us human. Like mm-hmm. we have now ha- are making this shift where we were were for the lack of a better word animals like we were just like very animalistic warlike you know step over whoever you need to to get to the top and it was a very animal driven kingdom and we are now jumping into the anahata chakra space here the heart chakra where we're really opening up compassion and like just look at our kids look at our teens like they care about like shit that we would yeah. never have cared about. about like yeah. they care about like animal rights and like lgbt rights and like it's so beautiful to see and to watch like these kids evolve and grow and stand up for things and march and like i never did that i didn't care i was just like whose house am i gonna go to to hang out you know what i mean <laughs> so we're moving out of this space and into a more beautiful more compassionate space so it's all very exciting all a great transition so you think we're becoming humans not robots yes <laughs> we are now becoming more human more real in touch with our feelings right. talking about our feelings yeah. talking about what's wrong that having a voice like we are now moving into a more human experience mm-hmm. where before we were robots yeah we're all trying to be woke like we yes. really are and this is like this term like 
woke and be woke and are we woke and mm-hmm. you know woke gang and, yeah we all want to know yeah we really we, want to know what's going on right we are our spirit and our conscious is stepping into this arena where we are becoming woke yeah. and somebody is literally coming and tapping us in the shoulder and waking us up and it's happening very quickly and people have now opened up their mind to what am I doing and who am I they're having these really hard conversations with themselves and it's scary because I did it I literally you know looked at myself in the mirror and I'm like what am I doing yeah like who am I what am I doing why am I still in the situation that's not making me happy okay boom like let's move like let's do something I've definitely had that situation with myself and moment with myself as well. I mean, we've sp- spoke about it in our last episode with with spiritual awakenings and and breakthroughs and stuff. And you know, a very simple one, but like I wish somebody told me when I was in college to take advantage of like you know, exchange student programs and like yeah. traveling and, you know, studying abroad and stuff. Cause now I love to travel. Yeah. But why I say that is like the world will teach you stuff that you can't learn in your own backyard. And it'll also show you how small you are and how, how, um, how easy it is to, Cause you know, on a day to day, we really feel like our problems are so huge. I like, know, and they the world are, is ending. The yeah. world is ending if I don't get on Instagram because it was shut down today. Like, Hashtag so annoying, <laughs> but we survive. But when you yeah. do go tra- like out of your comfort zone, and when you go travel, and when you go see other things and other communities and other cultures, like you really start to understand, like the Life. ecosystem you yeah. know what i mean like that you're a big part of you're a part of something huge it's not just you and your little immediate world honestly it's just traveling is so beautiful i mean talk about being woke in one two three like exactly it happens immediately go to another country actually see an animal like i remember <laughs> going to thailand and waking up in a hut and i woke up and there was two water buffaloes just standing in front of my door and oh, i was like out. yeah i did freak out but i was like isn't this amazing, amazing. yeah like first of all i've never seen a water buffalo i don't i never realized how massive maybe some deer thing. Maybe a deer, but like you, it's exactly what you say. You take a step back and you realize like, I'm not the only person that habitates this earth. There's a lot of more animals and things and just like synchronicities of, it's so beautiful and it's such a powerful way to just learn so quickly. I think it should be a prerequisite, like Mm -hmm. your town and where you grew up is not just the only block. Mm -hmm. There are plenty of other things around the world. And yes, this is how you learn. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Maybe this is why me and you have this kind of awareness because I always had that since I was a young child. Like, I had this curiosity of like... I was daring. I was like, let me take a bus. I'm 11 years old, yeah. but I'm going to jump on this <laughs> bus and, me. and see how far I'm going to go. I was so curious. <laughs> Life to me was an adventure. Yeah. I was like, it still is. It still is. Yeah. And, and people, some people are just born with it. Yeah. And I was, I always wanted more. I always want, I, I knew that there was more be- behind just this little town of 42 yeah. streets. And, yeah. and yes, we can end this podcast knowing that traveling and Getting outside of our comfort zone will teach us all the things that we need. It starts in the classroom, but it really ends up 
everywhere. Yeah. And ultimately, it just teaches you how to communicate. I feel like the diversity you get to see, I mean, shout out to Astoria Queens gave me enough diversity to, yeah. to know how to communicate with everybody. Oh, Steinway? Okay, <laughs> yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Um, but, you know, like, like just to end off with the traveling and everything, I just feel like that's one thing I've really taken out of my, my life experience so far. Like, every time I get into a predicament, every time, in school, outside of school, anywhere, work, clients, um, even spiritually with myself, like, it always gives me a whole new level of being able to communicate you know and breaking out of my own shell or emptying out those blockages um we all have them you know what i mean and and i feel like if we had more tailored school experiences we would have a lot less of them absolutely Um, i think you know what here is my three tips like if what school didn't teach us that they should have taught us is a how to love ourselves and other people no matter what shape race form they are like having this deep rooted compassion that we're all on the same playing field and that you are not better than me and that i'm not better than you that's so important at this age because you're constantly comparing and like Mm -hmm. if somebody would have told me like we're all the same even though she drives a bmw but we're all the same like spiritually when you pull the skin back like we all have the same stuff we're yeah. just humans yeah two travel more like life see is, the world see the world like there is literally more to life than this school and these people and you know what like you're gonna meet different people yeah. like and I, find your place like and find your place yes. yeah absolutely and three like money the yes. world of money <laughs> somebody t- t- should have taught you how to invest Somebody should have taught you about credit. Somebody ta- should have told you that money is not your enemy and it's not hard to get and that you didn't need to work a million hours to get it. Someone should have taught you what to do with it once you get it. Somebody should have taught you all the options and ways to get it. Yeah. Okay. Um, all of that would have helped us in the real life. Okay. Not PEMDAS. Yeah. <laughs> not the, the Pythagorean theory. Right. <laughs> and um, lastly... If school would have taught us how to love ourselves and have this openness to we are perfect exactly the way we are and that there's and to trust your instinct trust your instinct there's nothing wrong with you you are made perfect that would be so helpful mm-hmm. to just know that you are here on this earth perfectly the way you are there's nothing you need to change and i I talked about this today in yoga just to close this out um people always think you know well melissa if i had this one thing life would be perfect no No. (laughs) you don't need the one thing to have there's always gonna be that one thing by the way (laughs) there's always gonna be that one thing but beyond that you can always reach for those feelings that you think you're gonna have absolutely and two, you're perfect. Right. And that and I mean and that. And you have from, everything you need. I mean that from a very soulful place. You yeah. are perfect exactly with what you have, with what the people um around you have. Like you have everything you need right here, right now, in this moment. There's nothing else you need. Yeah. If someone taught us those four things simply we would have saved a lot of time. Girl, snap, snap, snap. <laughs> but with that being said, it's time for the questions. Oh, shoot. Let's just do one because... Yes. Are you ready? Yes, I'm Okay, ready. so before you fully walked into this phase of yourself, yeah. while you were still finding yourself, what yes. was the craziest phase of Melissa? 
before or just in general from the beginning beginning of the one that you just look back to and be like wow i did that or that was me (laughs) um i definitely had a hip-hop phase that i just looked ridiculous (laughs) i had corn rolls and i I put some weave in my hair i thought that i would look fantastic with very blonde, long hair that wasn't mine. That, okay. Yeah. So I would say that was probably the craziest version of me. But right. I was in high school. I was, you know, exploring. But yeah, and I was in this like very 90s hip hop phase, which I shouldn't have been in. I should have just stood with my tight pants and my crop tops. <laughs> But no, I just jumped on the Jordan sneaker bandwagon. Matching, like, belt. Yeah. Matching belt, matching purse, matching sneakers. Like, if I had no. one more thing matching. I definitely was that person, yeah. too, though. I think I had matching glasses. Like, it was, like, legit ridiculous. Oh. If I find a picture, I'll post it. And I had throwbacks. Like, I, I just love that ridiculous we would have probably been yeah. friends <laughs> and maybe a windbreaker jacket <laughs> the north face one maybe with the windbreaker pants like it was so ridiculous all right what's your question okay talking about gear and stuff like that i don't know why this popped up into my mind but have you ever had any tomboy phases oh my god and what were they what what were you wearing what did it look like because i could so see you with like baggy pants okay first of all i can't even just think of two instances off the top of my head and they're both gonna make you laugh the first one is in junior high school first of all i really regret having my tomboy phase in junior high school because i was honestly the baddest bitch like my body was the best at that point my uh like everything my hair was just like so nice everything about me was so perfect and i hid it behind like (laughs) big sweatpants big sweater didn't care about anything messy bun pajamas to school yes that was that was me that was so me okay and then in high school um I really stepped my fashion game up and I was one of those people. I had every check went to clothes and sneakers and whatever. And um, so much so that I was like cutting school and going to events and doing whatever and talking to people, whatever. And till my parents found out and they knew that that part of my life impacted me so much, like clothes, literally I'm saying part of my life, like it was just clothes that the punishment for that moment in my life was to take away my whole closet. Oh God! And Poor only thing. yeah, and only give me one pair of gray sweatpants and a gray sweater to wear to school. And what did I do? I started a closet in my locker. But yes. that was my two tomboy phases. And everyone who knows me will remember me. And I mean, you see me walk around here. Like sometimes I really do not care. Yeah. And like I only have two versions of myself these days. Either I'm the baddest bitch or. I'm somebody's auntie. Yeah. <laughs> like, funny. Listen, I agree because I am either a yoga teacher with a headband or I'm homeless. Like, it, it, it's crazy. Well, I have three versions. I'm homeless with a sweater. You can't see my face. I'm a yoga teacher. Or the third, it's like, what? This girl literally is a star. Like, I will put on the heels and the dress. And right. 
I look completely different. <laughs> That's so funny. All the phases of us. I know. All right, guys. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow us. Make sure you send in your topics. I hope you enjoyed this one. I really felt like it was really, really needed. Yes. Um, sorry we missed last week, but you had a bunch of episodes to catch up on. So you're welcome for giving you some time. And we doubled up, all right? <laughs> we sure did. We sure episode. did. And all you right. make sure you didn't scroll through because there were some gems all throughout it. All right, go back. Go back. <laughs> 2304. I'm giving you that time. Code. I don't know what it is, but go listen. But that was your sign right yeah. there. <laughs> Whatever you needed. All right, guys, we're about to get up out of here. I'm Hala Marak. I'm Melissa Ruiz. And we're out. Bye. Namaste.